tonight at six o'clock. We're gonna get started in just a second. We've got a strangely full house of uh, comedians. That's exciting stuff. Uh, remember, if you're gonna feed someone a shit sandwich, make the bread taste good. This is Joke Workshop, so try to be kind to your fellow comedians. Take notes if you can. Um, it's not really helpful if you're like, I really like that joke, and then they're like, which joke? And you're like, I don't know, that one that you told or whatever. Uh, the more specific you can be and the more helpful it is. And um, yeah, the more seriously you take it, the more fun it is and the, the better it is for the listening audience. It is a radio show, so don't forget that. There's microphones all around the room, so if you have comments, which we want you to have, please put them into a microphone so that we can hear you. Uh, we'll be right back in just a second with your first comedian here on Joke Workshop, MutinyRadio.fm. workshop thanks for listening i don't know how loud it is out there on the playback i can check it out in just a minute during your first comedian set what a funny young man this is uh, he is the ghost of my aborted abortion and uh he's it's exactly the age that that he he is the age of a son that i should have but don't because i have a life instead put your hands together everybody for mike evans jr So I think I've brought this up a few times. I'm telling jokes at a church uh, on Sunday, which is very scary for me because all my jokes involve my dick and making fun of religion. So it's uh, we'll see how this all goes. Um, my dad isn't. My dad isn't homophobic. He's just. Like, he's a really cool guy in general, but I, I I feel like he'd have a problem if I was if I was gay. Like I this is how I know the other day I asked him I was like hey dad um I have good news and I have bad news today and he was like oh shit are you and Sam making out and I was like wait what and he was like wait what I was like wait that's not okay dad <laughs> like you shouldn't have a problem with that he's like no, no I'm not homophobic I just won't, don't want you to be gay I was like that's that's what that is that's the whole the whole shit but that's like the one new joke I wrote because it really happened like last week and so I don't know it's funny to me because he's like always been chill my whole life and I feel like a lot of people do that in general like especially liberals who kind of pretend like we're tolerant to certain things but then aren't really you know a joke's good and we have to explain the joke yeah but um hmm. I'm happy to see Angel again it's been a long time hi just uh 
Just thought I'd throw that in there during my time up here. Um, what else? Balls are sweaty. Um, yeah, balls sweaty, mom spaghetti. Oh, what else? I work at a school, saw a kid get punched in the face today. Um, this kid Kiwan threw a bottle of water on this little girl in math class for no reason. Like she didn't even like talk to him or anything. She did like the whole just right all in her face, and she stood up and punched him in the face. And I did nothing about it. It happened right in front of me, but. You know, restorative justice. Someone gets poured water on your face, you get punched. That's what happens. Right? Right. Um, what else? What else is going on that you guys can critique? Uh fuck. Hmm. You ever watch so much porn that you're late to important shit? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to make direct eye contact with you. <laughs> This guy was 15 minutes late to hear today. I don't know if you guys all knew that. He was beating it to videos of this guy who just walked in. Hey, what type of porn do you watch, man? What kind of porn do I watch? Yeah. Uh, whatever they all watch. Huh? <laughs> 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 whatever they all watch? <laughs> That's the best answer to that question I think I've ever could have anticipated. Whatever they all watch. I'm trying to watch different shit now. A lot of my shit just has different languages. And this is as deep as I'm going to get into what I'm into. Um, hmm. Hmm. I think that... Uh, I don't know how Trump is going to be out of the White House. I think about this shit every day because I am a black man. And... Um, I'm just very curious. Like these midterm elections coming up, I don't know if they'll still like create some type of energy to get Trump out of there. Because if he's in there for the next four years, what are we really gonna do? Because before he won, everyone was talking hot shit about how we're gonna move to Canada, we're gonna start burning buildings and beating people up. But he won, and all we did was cry. All we did was cry and sweat, and that was it. Yep, that's what that horn means. It's the end of times. <laughs> Um, hmm. What else? I'm going to end with one more joke. Nope, got nothing. All right. Give it up. Best damn jokes you've ever heard. <laughs> Yay, Mike Evans Jr. Yay. Curious about uh, feedback on that. I have, I, have, I, have, I have actually a couple feedback, interesting things. Um, first, pretend tolerance is a great premise for a joke you were just throwing out premises left and right tonight you just didn't like like cash in on any of them uh i feel like you can go into pretend tolerance like that's what white people are doing right now like i'm not i couldn't possibly be racist because Mm. i it's or what i mean it's there's a pretend tolerance happening that thing with the with the with the all kinds of the sex and what kind of sex and what are you into and they speak different languages you set yourself up and you didn't follow through (laughs) like klingon just honesty well no but like klingon (laughs) or like elven like you're into this whole like new like lord of the rings shit oh you know like klingon like you were watching the star trek parody star war i mean star wars even you could like you could like do Chewbacca noises. You could do like, 
You know when Leia has the thing on and she's like, and it's someone who loves you very much, you know, and she's got all the weird voices. You could do all kinds of different voices. And there, I mean, it's a. It's, what do you watch, Pam? I don't. I don't watch porn. I don't have internet at my house, and I don't have a smartphone. So oh, I shit. live. I, I like I. I jerk off to like Clan of the Cave Bear and like books and shit, and not like books on Kindle, like actual books. You know how hard it is to masturbate with a book in your hand. Um, this time is not for me. It's for you. I do. Cry and sweat like. You said oh, cry and sweat, and sweat. You, all you have to do is a simile, a baby in a sauna. Like that's what's going to happen. That's going to be the new abortions now with Kavanaugh in the Supreme Court. You're going to cry and sweat like a baby in a sauna. That's going to be how we're going to kill them. We're just going to be pregnant and get in. We'll have like special hot tubs that are inside saunas. We'll just sweat the babies out of our bodies. Uh, but you could cry and sweat like anything. It just you like again. You make up a simile, and you'll be great. <laughs> Cry and sweat. Yeah, right? cry and sweat. Uh, so okay. other people comment. So they're gonna be. Thank you so much, Pam. Oh yeah, you bet. That was very funny. This isn't like a big comment, but uh, I feel like it'd be nice to use a, a name that seems more masculine than Sam, because Sam could have been a woman's name for your friend you made out with. Uh, oh, yeah. Could be Henry. Yeah, something like that. I feel like Henry's like I believe. I, who who knows Henry's? Anybody here know Henry? No. See, I don't know. <laughs> something else. I don't know, Chad. Frank, Chad. Yeah, something like Theodore, that. Just something Samuel. that we can't guess. Like, wait, is it? Oh, is it a woman or not? You know. Chad Satchel. <laughs> Satchel's a funny, just a funny name in general. Is used. Okay. Me too. It was cool. I like your voice. I you have a nice, deep, baritone voice. It's just really enjoyable to listen to. That's all. Other comments? All right, clap your hands wildly for Mike Evans Jr. Hooray! Yay! And uh, everybody turn around and clap wildly for Sergio Novoa running their ones and twos. He's on the board tonight. He's training. He has a new show going to be coming up on Tuesdays from noon to two called My Limited View. So check that out. It's going to be amazing. And uh, we're glad you guys are still paying attention and taking notes for your next comedian. She's a very funny lady. It's exciting to see her. It's been a while. Slap those meat paws together for Chloe Keister. Yeah, the best way to describe hands. Um, I have a history of syncope. Does anybody know what that means? Syncope kind of sounds cool. Maybe I have a talent, special skill. Kind of. I faint a lot. Syncope means fainting. Um, fainting is kind of weird. Basically, your body is trying to protect itself. So when you faint, usually your blood pressure drops and your brain is worried about not getting enough oxygen. So your brain's like, okay, I got this, and then makes you go unconscious so that when you're flat, the blood goes to your brain. It's like if you're about to be hit by a car and your brain was like, okay, I got this, and then hits you with a smaller car. <laughs> I still got hit by a car, brain. Thank you. Um, I think my favorite part about fainting is that you're not really present for it. Like, you get to dip. Everyone else has to deal with you being unconscious. <laughs> you're like, you're fucking gone. You're not even there. It is weird when you come to, though. Very disorienting. I did faint recently at a concert, Built to Spill, if any of you know that band. It's a very good band. Remember that name, it'll come back later. 
Um, and yeah, it was very hot, crowded. I hadn't been drinking water. It's the one thing that I know will help me not faint. And I was like, ah, I got this. I didn't. I fainted. Um, and I kind of have like a vague recollection of coming to as the security guards were like taking me outside. They uh, sat me in a chair in the alley behind the venue, which in medical terms is called not ideal, not very good, not fun. So I come to, and there's like these big, burly security guards that are like very concerned about me and kind of freaking out. And then I, still out of it, I'm like, oh, I need to make sure you guys are okay. I'm like, I do this all the time. Don't worry about it. And that makes them more worried. It doesn't help anything. Um, and then they tell me, they're like, ma'am, uh, you fainted like twice. I was like, yeah, no biggie. And they're like, but when you were unconscious, uh, you convulsed a little bit, which means that I seized. And I know that that's a normal thing. I work at a doctor's office. People faint a lot, and actually convulsions are very common. It's a weird nervous response that happens in your body. Um, I didn't say that, though. I just said, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they were very worried. <laughs> they're so worried about me. And then icing on the cake, they're like, okay, yeah, you fainted several times, uh, you convulsed, and you peed your pants. Yeah, I know, it's very, but that's also a normal thing when you convulse, it's very common. Um, and I guess you could say, my bladder was built to spill! Thank you, thank you, thank you so much, thank you. Um, also, I do like that syncope literally describes what I did. I sank and then I peed. <laughs> anyway, thank you guys, I'll call it there. Hey, yeah, it was an excellent story. That was great. It was beginning to end. It was very entertaining the whole way through. You brought it all back around with the wordplay and the whole thing. It was very cheeky and wonderful. I mean, the only thing I think that could possibly be missing is a Cosby joke somewhere. Because no. <laughs> oh you just kept saying about coming to. But that makes me a terrible person. But no, it's a great story, and I, I really don't have any. Just everybody knows. Just, no, you just faint. That's maybe, I mean, try to maybe ex express to them in there somehow that you really aren't drunk. This just happens all the time. Like maybe okay. the thing that what they're thinking happened, maybe that would be a thing to add. Like these two big guys are thinking like this tiny lady is doing too much coke in the bathroom and that combined with thing with the convulsing and she's going to die like in that Boogie Nights movie. Like there, like you, oh, there's a girl who does too much cocaine and then she convulses and dies and it's gross. Fun. Okay. Yeah. Cool. But the only thing I could, considered conceptually add would be that their perspective because mm -hmm. it's it's a really great story oh thank you other comments any notes from the dog <laughs> he's so cute i like that that was oh, great yeah um at the top when you said that it was like uh getting hit by a car and then you know, another car i think you could do like three things there pretty easily like back oh, to okay. back mm -hmm. um because that's like a concept that you could come with a bunch of text for that'd be fun I liked it. I was jealous about the fainting. What made me jealous was, if you like attention, this is a great disorder. To oh have. no! Like suddenly you're the it's belle the of the ball. It's the worst kind of attention. Time. Yeah. I wish I could be the belle of the ball sometimes. Just don't drink water and stand <laughs> Maybe up. Just pretend to faint. How are they gonna know? It's true. And I agree also with the big guys that from their perspective, you're about to die and you're having fun with them while you're dying. Mm -hmm. Hard time. Yeah. Cool. I like the, the when you called it back to, yeah, it's uh, called Not Ideal. That was the line. <laughs> really good. Anyway. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Thank you, guys. Cool. Uh, thank you. Yeah.
Clap your hands together for Chloe Keister. Hooray! Yay! All right. Your next comedian. People are moving along. Good comments, everybody. It's, it's a, you know, take notes. The more you add, uh, the better it is. And if you're on stage and you have specific questions to ask the audience, you can use your time that way as well. You can say, oh, you know, this was a perfect story and I am brilliant. But, you know, then you can... Uh, drag the audience or ask them questions and say well what did you think about this joke or this tag or what would you so you can direct your own commentary if you want in the front it's your time your next comedian what a funny lady clap your hands together for Natasha Vinick hello everyone Uh, you guys familiar with Louis CK we all familiar with Louis CK right yeah, yeah, he did a bad thing, right? He uh, forced a bunch of women to watch him masturbate, which is bad. We know that's bad, but <laughs> I'm going to be honest. There's only one reason I wouldn't force a guy to watch me masturbate, uh, and that's that I don't want him explaining to me how to do it. <laughs> I don't want him to be right, because <laughs> I have no idea what I'm doing down there. <laughs> I don't... I. Uh, I recently have tried exploring my body and I found that there are like all of these devices that I've seen ads for on Facebook for like these crazy vibrators that have like a little circle that's I guess supposed to go like right over your clit. Like people need intense clitoral stimulation, but like my clit's kind of like a woman at a bar who's like, don't fucking talk to me, you know? So I like have to kind of negger, you know? Like I go around, I'm like talking to the friends and I'm like, hey, how's it going, you know? I'm like kind of telling her friends they like look cute and give them lots of attention and eventually she's like why aren't you talking to me and uh that's how i get there that's how i masturbate cool cool uh do you guys ever worry that uh, you're gonna be consumed by your hair <laughs> do you ever worry about that no i worry about that a lot i do uh, I kind of feel like uh, the way I was made was like if someone took uh, a lion's hair and just paired it with uh, a meerkat's anxiety. <laughs> and it's like, this is going to be a person now. This is what it's going to be. Uh, I get that uh, I may not look like every man's dream, but uh, I do think I look like a small boy's wish. <laughs> I do. I think there's a small boy somewhere, like very lonely in his hand. He held a bunch of like pipe cleaners and Muppet hair. <laughs> And he like, and just kind of like tried to put it together. And then he like made a wish and looked up at the sky and said, make me a friend. And then up there in the sky, someone was like real drunk. <laughs> and they're like, Cheryl, let's get the glue gun. <laughs> I'm a DIY this. And then um, he does some work and then I come out with the little boy and I'm like, hey, I got no strings as you can see, except for my IUD. <laughs> And that little kid's like, so wheat. Also, that little kid's my nephew, and he's adorable. I think he has a crush on me. People think it's cute when you say your nephew has a crush on you, but when you say that you want to fuck your uncle, that's weird. <laughs> Seems kind of unfair. <laughs> I just did 23andMe, and I found out that I'm 49.6% Ashkenazi Jew. That's all from my father's side. They're all from South Africa. But 49.6% means that they uh, only fucked each other. <laughs> I'm just saying, wanting to fuck your uncle's not that weird. <laughs> when genetically, it's what they've been doing. My, 
Yeah, we don't like this. That's fine. That's fine. I didn't like it either. I don't have good looking people in my family. I don't know why they keep fucking each other. Uh, I got introduced the other day on stage. Sorry. Uh, the other day I got introduced on stage uh, by someone who said, Welcome, Natasha. She looks like a fun scarecrow. <laughs> Which uh, I thought was uh, pretty ridiculous. I would have rather someone introduce me as a hot scarecrow. We all already know that scarecrows are fun. <laughs> right? Uh, we know that. Scarecrows, uh, scarecrows are hot too. Like who doesn't want someone who's packed and looks at your veggies, has no heart? Who doesn't want that? All right, thanks you guys, you've been great. Yay, Nadaja Vinigay, the hottest scarecrow of all. Uh, scarecrows, scarecrows can be hot when they're lit on fire. Uh, that was yeah, was a great set. The whole that whole thing about the Muppet stuff and the breathing little boy's wish was amazing. The song was great. The only thing I can think that you missed is um, maybe singing a, a little bit of Uncle Uncle Fucker by. If you're gonna sing, why not sing twice? And you already start talking about uncles, so. Is that a song? Yeah, by Trey Parker and Matt Stone. Uh, yeah, the Uncle Fucker song. It won like a it won like a Grammy or a it won like in a special award. It's a really funny song. But or write another. I mean, there's already an Uncle Fucker song. But if you, I mean, yeah, you could write another fuck, Uncle Fucker song. But the the cute the thing about I got no strings except my ID. I mean, I guffawed. It was very very funny. Oh, um, people have been forgetting to donate to Mutiny Radio. Yay, don't forget to donate. This is so great because it's just keeping the doors open. And I did the books today, and it's so scary every month. Uh, okay. Other comments for Natasha Vinnick, although I can't imagine there'd be tons. It was a really funny set. Um, I thought it'd be pretty funny if you approach, you right now you approach it from like a kind of mansplaining angle, which I think is great. But I think it'd be funny if you approach it like from actually having empathy for guys because we always get shit for not being able to find the clitoris, <laughs> but you can't even find it. So like, maybe like, oh, where are these girls who say it's so easy? Could they help me find my clitoris? You know? <laughs> anyway, that's... I understood that whole thing you were doing about flirting with the friends and like with the thing. It's like, you know, I get it. It's that was very it's a cute way to describe masturbation. It was really funny. Um, I feel like I've been watching you do stand up since the very beginning. This is Hunter, by the way. (laughs) And I'm just really glad that you're doubling down on the uncle fucking. Because the d- doubling down on it actually is like making it more effective, I think. Thank you. Awesome. Um, I like the, the, uh, the negging bit. Um, are there other cheesy pickup artist strategies that would be effective? So I was wondering, like peacocking? Yeah, peacocking. I don't know what the. Uh, I think you're supposed to wear like flare, like. like Seeding? I don't know what that is. Planting, I think, like, conversation things for later and stuff. Uh, the Pickup Artist was a really weird show on VH1 that everyone should watch. It's bizarre. I thought maybe it was so hard to find that once you find it, locate it, you're in a helicopter and maybe shooting it down like a rhino with a dart gun or some sort of imagery like that. You're really, you're searching in the jungle. There it is. Holy shit. 
I got to get my gun out and put this thing to sleep so I can find it for later. I don't know. That's great. Okay. That was Natasha Vinick. Everybody clap your hands. Yay! Hooray! This is the Joke Workshop. You guys are hanging out here at mutinyradio.fm. Thanks for putting money in the jar, helping us out. That's so exciting. It really does help us keep our doors open and the comedy flowing. Your next comedian, comedian, is going to make you guys laugh. Keep paying attention to being an awesome audience just like you are for Sophia Hirsch. Hooray! Hello. I wrote some jokes on the back of a bus. Call me Eminem. This guy knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> Give me a trailer and a strong hatred for my mother. And Slim Shady, please stand up. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> um, I feel weird because I really love Eminem, but Eminem just hates me, you know? <laughs> it's just, I've been feeling a lot of conflicting things in my life, just like in general. Like, for example, old people. Um, I have a 93-year-old grandma, and she is the shit. I love that bitch. Um, she's old as the hills and twice as dusty, and she is so smart. No, seriously, she's awesome. But like, I'll talk to her, and I'll be like, Grandma, how are you? And she's like, well, I'm ready to die. <laughs> and I'm like, Grandma, no. Um, but she has seen some shit. She like was alive during the Great Depression and then like the rise and fall of fascism and then Vietnam and she's like, now this fascism again, I can't do it. And there's like a like thing growing on her face. She's just, just leave it. Just don't worry about me. She's like, I fought off a lot of shit. She's in a wheelchair. She doesn't do that. Um, no, but she's good. She's good. Um, yeah, and then I've been also like, my look has changed recently, I think. I'm really like leaning into function and comfortability, what with the glasses and all. And then I also got some orthotics, which has really changed the game. <laughs> to be honest, my spine is finally in alignment, which is cool. Um, but it has been attracting a lot of elderly men. I don't know why. Like, I, I used to be, like, in the eight range. Now I'm in the function range. But today a man, like an old guy in a Tesla looked at me and he was like, I was like walking, just minding my own business. And he was like, huh. Like he was like at a Christmas tree lot looking me up and down. He was like, huh. Douglas fir, I'll take that one. Five, six. And he like shook me for dead needles kind of thing. And my first instinct, like on the street, I was just like, crash! I just yelled crash for no reason, just like an old person. Um, anyway. So that's that. I also started, um, I'm really broke as like, probably most people in this room are. Um, and so I signed up for Seeking Arrangements, which I don't know if you guys know what that is. Woo! 
honk honk um but it's like it's like a sugar daddy service and i like have i there's an app for it it's like tinder it's wild um and i like keep deleting it and then like putting it back up there again because i am again with the broke thing um but it's crazy out there and and i've like noticed a change okay i'm actually i have no i'm not going anywhere so i'm just gonna stop at like a slow burn Thanks. Okay. <laughs> Hooray! Clap your hands together for Sophia Hirsch. Yay! Hi, Sophia. Sergio. Um, Presentation-wise, you are very sexy. Thanks. Your glasses, your hair, your eyes, just the way you move. Like, the minute you started talking, I was like, whoa, look at her. So, that is just something you could, I don't know if you can use that, but you're very sexy. Thank um, you. Yeah, I even wrote glasses, hair, sexy nose. Uh, the whole grandma, Hills, and Dusty, uh -huh. that was really funny. Thank you. Yeah, I, I love that kind of humor, so I thought that was funny. Um, this thing growing on her face, leave it, yeah. really funny. And then something about uh, them looking at you like a Christmas tree. Uh -huh. That was funny. I don't know where you can take it from there, but I was like, oh, what an interesting way to compare checking someone out. Um, but yeah. That works for the old men if you want to really put those together because if you have a Christmas tree, you adorn it with like glass baubles. Like not with like diamonds, but yeah. with, you know, like <laughs> fake jewelry that'll last for a couple weeks yeah. and then you take it off. Isn't that what sugar daddies are for? <laughs> you know, like they adorn you with with Swarovski fake crystals and yeah. then take you out to dinner and you look pretty and then they burn you. Yeah. I don't know what they <laughs> in January you're gone. You have a great um you have a great presence and and your voice is funny and your act outs are funny. You just seem like a really like you have performance um background from something. I do. Thank you. Yeah. I don't think he's a porn. I think she was like, she has like an undergraduate degree in theater from I like San Fran Sa Santa Cruz or something. You see Santa Cruz, I'm guessing. Boston University, actually. Oh, there you go. Boston <laughs> University. Nice. I'm sorry, but yes. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Other comments? I think that you are Thanks. That's what I first noticed about you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, I think I might have missed this, but did you say that old Ben old men are interested in you because of orthotics? Yeah. That was the, okay. I think you could play, like emphasize that more. I think that's really funny that they can like sense that you have orthotics <laughs> or something. I think that was pretty funny. Um, so I was thinking that the guy in the Tesla could be the guy you see on Seeking Arrangements. Like you open it up and you're like, oh, it's that Tesla, you know? And then um, it, like the Christmas tree analogy is funny, but it could also be something like, um, those uh, elevated toilet seats or <laughs> hearing aids or like something more for the elderly. So. Thank you. Elevated toilet seats. Thank you, your set was great. I really liked your cadence, maybe because it mildly resembles mine. But <laughs> uh, when you say your grandma's awesome and then move on to you know her saying, I'm ready to die, you can, it's a pretty good setup for, oh grandma, we have so much in common, I love you. And then just with a crash, I don't really think of an example. When you yell crash, I feel like there needs to be some sort of comparison to someone who yells crash. Totally. Monster Truck Rally, an unfunny example, but like a good one. You got me. Thank you. Thanks. Hello. Hi. This is Hunter. Um, <laughs> have you actually done seeking arrangements? Uh, I've never been on a date, but I do them yet. Yeah. Um, 
I know a lot of people who have done it and they've told me the stories and those stories are hilarious. So yeah. maybe you should actually do it because I th I, it would probably be worth it from a purely, purely from a narrative standpoint. Absolutely. Thank you. Well, and you can even, you can even do jokes about, I mean, that, that you're even thinking about it. It's something I've never heard of. So I find it very interesting, but like, what kind of dinner do you want? Like, what yeah. are you expecting? Like, you, do you, you're, you're definitely like not going to change diapers. Like, are you going to, do you have to make out with the old guy? It just, does his breath smell like cat tuna? Like, like there's the, the ideas in your head that, that might be like what this date might be. It could be very funny as well. It's just, I, I just, I've never, it's un, completely untrod territory. I've never heard anybody cool. do jokes about it. So I'm like, tell us more about yeah. the weird old men fetishes <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, hello, hi, hi. <laughs> yes, um, I was going to say, I think, yeah, you have great physicality, um, and I, like, you just look really natural, and you, like, do a lot of funny things, like, you were, like, rubbing your belly at one point, which is fucking hilarious, um, I'd say, like, lean more into doing some of that, like, weird silence <laughs> stuff, like, maybe rub your belly all the time, I don't know, that's weird to say, okay. <laughs> Clap wildly, everybody, for Sophia Hirsch! Yay! And Mutiny Radio thanks you for donating because it does help keep the doors open. Things are crazy. Also, hey, another great way to support the station is to apply for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2019. We accept 40 comedians. It's 25 shows in five days. It'd be great. Apply. Send your five to ten minute video in uh, with your... You just PayPal that money to Mutiny Radio, and then we watch. We actually watch all of the submissions live on air. So no matter what, you get podcast anyway. So it's exciting, and it's a show that gets a lot of downloads. So people will listen to you, even if you. Uh, uh, we wish we could take everybody, but we can't. Your next comedian, what a funny guy though! Excited to hear his new work. Clap your hands and watch slappy like motion for Tommy Feldman. <laughs> Hello everyone, my name is Tommy Feldman, and I am new, I'm a newbie, I mean I'm literally, last week was my very first open mic, I think I recognized one person, so a little nervous right now, but I'm here because this is a new, new joke workshop I understand, and uh, all my material is new, so I'd like some comments on that, and I also would like some stylistic comments, because I've never done this before, and I'm wondering, am I, what kind of, how do I come across, so with that, let's do some jokes. All right, so what we got? Uh, so I'm a dad, I got three kids, I love them, but they annoy the heck out of me, uh, especially with their constant singing all the time, usually out of tune. Um, my youngest, he's in elementary school, he loves to sing songs that he learns at school. Right now, he's into the national anthem. He sings it all the time, even when he goes to the bathroom. I'll be downstairs, he'll be upstairs, and here's what I'll hear. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light. It's patriotic, but disturbing at the same time. <laughs> but uh, being a dad is great. Um, uh, you know, but I gotta tell you, naming kids is hard. I mean, you give the kid the wrong name and they are affected for life. Um, you know, lately there's this trend in people naming their kids after famous cities, right? So, um, but if it were me, I'm a, kind of a nervous person. I, I would be nervous that my child would start to sound like people from that city. Like, uh, what if I named my daughter Brooklyn and she started to sound like a good fellow or a soprano? Uh, Daddy, what do you mean I gotta go to bed? I got Snapchat streaks I gotta do. 
I got photos, I got upload to Instagram. Nine o'clock bedtime, forget about it. Or if I named my son London and he started to sound like some sort of soccer hooligan. Dad, have you gone completely metal? Why well, can't I play Fortnite with my mates? It's still early, isn't it, bruv? Uh, but uh, I do love my kids. I love doing accents, as you could tell. Um, I also like to point, point out some of the funny things that Americans say, like um, like the word awesome. Like, is not everything is awesome, right? I think we can all agree that on that. Like the other day, my um, proctologist, he calls me with my colonoscopy results, and he says, Tommy, your colon is aw- looks awesome. Your results came back perfect. Uh, you know, I mean, should I be in awe that after decades of fried fatty foods that uh, I have a clean digestive system? Uh, but uh, you know how I know the word awesome is overused? Even the call center people are using it. Uh, like the other day, I called AT&T to check it on my bill. And uh, the customer services rep asks me if I'm on the unlimited plan. So I say yes. And he says to me in this... Um, sort of uh, Eastern European accent. Uh, that is so awesome. No context, no explanation. I mean, I kind of wouldn't have understood it if he said to me, uh, you see, in my country, we are still on the uh, pay-as-you-go and the data caps. But, uh, you know, you are on the unlimited plan, so this is awesome. I mean, I can only imagine the training that this guy must have gotten uh, back at the call center. <clears throat> uh, excuse me, Boris, uh, some of the uh, customers, they are complaining. They say that you sound like a foreigner. Uh, but, but, boss, how do I sound more American? Okay, look, it's very simple. You just say awesome after everything they say. You know, it means nothing. But, uh, you know, these Americans, they all want to sound like a California surfer dude. So just say awesome uh, after everything they say. It is better. Okay, boss. Awesome. That's all I got. Thank you very much. Tommy Feldman's my name. Tommy Feldman. Yay. This is really your first time doing comedy ever? Second. Second time doing comedy ever. Friday was my first time. Wow. Last Friday. And then today, where were you last Friday? Just at a curiosity. Uh, I was in Oakland. Oh, so you, oh, okay. Wow. So you're traveling yeah. around. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Well, I come to East Bay. Great job. You're, you do great voices. They're really specific and different and seem like unique. They don't sound fake. They're, it's a very funny conversation at Thank the end. You. I would just shorten to get to the, your first punchline. It took you a minute to get to the song, which was great. Um, I just shorten it like my one of my children is disturbingly patriotic and then like then go like into the he's singing one of my children is singing sounds from school he's disturbingly patriotic and then sing the song and then you've got it's almost like a one-liner and then you do the sing it so funny like I don't know what he's doing up there because yeah we don't know if he's peeing or pooping or sing it it's it's funny it was great it was really I mean I can't believe that's only your second time it's really really good thank you Um, I also really enjoyed your set as well, and, and I'm also amazed that it's just your second time. Um, I think there's so many things these days that are disturbing and patriotic. You could go on with that for like mm-hmm. a minute. Thank you. Yeah, I really like the the accents too. Uh, I thought maybe it could be funny when you're saying your son, like you were imagining him having like a football Cockney accent, mm-hmm. hooligan. maybe hooligan sort of accent, yeah. like tying it back to him singing the national anthem in a British accent. Mm-hmm. How that's that would be tough. Like, well, yeah, but how that could be like extra 
weird. I've got uh, I've got a whole database of accents. I just picked these these ones for these jokes, but um, yeah, I could combine them. Why Why do you know so many accents? Or why Why has that been a thing know. that you? I mean, that's my. We grew up with in New York. I grew up in New York. Everybody, that's like what you do to entertain each other. I don't know. We just, wow. Uh, okay. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I don't get I get in trouble a lot for it. You know, my wife uh, is Japanese and. Uh, she doesn't like it when I do some of the Asian accents, but uh, wow. Well, then, and that's, that's for another night. We'll yeah, but that's something that that would be so funny because I mean, everyone in America is so racist right now. Anyways, like doing accents would be a lot of fun, especially with you being so incredibly white. I mean, it's you could I mean, you could use it to, you know, it's just just interesting to me. Uh, Thank you. More comments. First off, I would say check out how this dog has its legs splayed out. That's very cute. Uh, in terms of style, since you mentioned that, I would just say, given that this is your second open mic, don't really worry that much about it, about that at all. Like, you're good where you're at, but more importantly, like, you're not going to be able to figure that out within two mics. Yeah. That's something that's going to develop over time. You just have to consistently do mics, not wait, like, a week in between, try to do multiple a week. And just heads up, <clears throat> Louis C.K. does... Yeah, we mentioned him early. Does have a bit about us misusing words, which includes awesome, like hilarious. So maybe okay. watch that. Yours was different enough that it's not too much of an issue, but drive away from that angle that he already did. Thank you. Appreciate it. Um, the best advice I got was just to cut out, when I was starting, was just to cut out everything that doesn't either serve the setup or the punchline. So, like, I don't know. Like, you don't even have to say that you have three kids. You could just say, my son is really into singing or and don't are you there's one time you said oh i think americans say funny things you could just say i hate the word awesome you don't have to you know like the we know that it's supposed to be funny right that's yeah yeah so comedy is like uh like writing get rid of the extraneous words yeah get to the point well yeah i don't mean to be i don't mean to be redundant i'm just saying (laughs) oh yeah i don't know good point thank you same time other comments all right, then slap your hands together for Tommy Feldman! Yay! Yay! Thanks for being here. Yay! Thanks for donating. To some of the ladies just left off to their next. Monday's a crazy night now. You can really hit a lot of open mics, so I appreciate you guys being here and staying and paying attention to your next comedian. What a funny guy he is! Everybody, Jeff Dean! Yay! Thank you, Pam. Yay. I, uh, I I PayPal'd you. Thanks. Yeah. Um. I uh, when I was in college, I. Uh, my dad found out I was taking Adderall um, and he took me aside and he was like Jeff we've always known you've had ADD it's pretty clear so why don't we just get you diagnosed take you to the psychologist I was so excited you know because I was going to make so much money you know Um, so he takes me to the psychologist I take this like giant 200 question multiple choice test and then He's like, okay, so I think you have ADD, but I think you also might have some other things, maybe depression. I want to take you in for four sessions. So I'm talking to the psychologist, and it was great. He was such a sweetheart, this guy. I loved him. It was uh, the first time I've ever seen a therapist. And then, but for the second session, he was like, okay, for this part of the session, I want to bring your dad in. Like, I had no idea. Like, we could have carpooled. Like, my dad dropped me off, and he was like, okay, I'm going to go home now, you know? Um, 
So he comes in, he sits down, like this was rehearsed, like he did, he spoke, he was the first one to talk. And he looks at the psychologist and he's like, I think my son is jealous of his older brother. Uh, I think he feels like he can't live up with to him. Um, which is true. Uh, <laughs> it's very embarrassing. I was like, what the fuck, you know? Uh, but then I was like, you know what? That's very sweet of him to say that, you know? Because like my brother, he was a multimillionaire by the time he's the age I am now, you know? Like, how could I not be jealous? Like, I, I have empathy for Jeb Bush, you know? <laughs> he, like, he was so upset during the debates. And of course he was, you know? Like, his brother was president. He was super jealous, you know? And then everybody hated him as president. He was like, okay, this feels a little better. Uh, and then now Donald Trump comes in and he's like, I'm going to be the worst president ever. And he's like, no, I was, I like my brother being there, you know? Uh, so anyway, I'm like feeling okay about it. I'm like, all right, I'm going to see a therapist now. And, but then two weeks later, I find out that my, my sister-in-law calls me and she's like, I cannot believe that your dad tricked you into going to the therapist so that he could tell you that you're jealous of your older brother you're not jealous of your older brother like this is so embarrassing i was like wait a second so am i not getting adderall what is going on you know so like that's like so my sister-in-law knows obviously my brother knows you know that's like if you you're jed okay you're jeb bush okay and then you know, you're like, God, my brother's the president. I'm going to pay someone to talk to me about it, you know? And then HW's like, hey, George, did you find out Jeb is jealous of you? Like, he lost forever now, you know? How am I supposed to win this competition with my brother if he already knows that I know that I lost? Anyway, uh, it was very embarrassing. But anyway, so my brother, he ended up offering me a job, and I, I, I said no. How stupid. So dumb. Um, he was like, here's this white privilege everyone's talking about. And I was like, no, I'm going to be an artist. I got to find myself. So stupid. Um, every time I sit on his couch, I regret everything. I'm like, what? A All the money I ever make in stand-up, I will not be able to afford his couch. It is so comfortable. Anyone who decides to be an artist has not sat on my brother's couch. Um... So anyway, I was at the therapist for the final session and he was like, so you don't want to work for your brother. What do you want to do? And I was like, I have no idea. He's like, you've never even thought of anything that you want to do. You've never even daydreamed of something. And I was like, you know what I do? I had this one daydream that I'm on stage. All right. And, uh, I'm killing, I'm destroying. It's nothing like right now. Um, and I'm giving the best eulogy at my brother's funeral. So... Anyway, that's my joke. Thanks, guys. Yay! yay. Jeff Dean! Way to get to that eulogy joke. That was great, because I remember that yeah, from before, you. and that's really, really funny. That makes that joke a lot funnier, putting it at the end of that. And I believe the word is nepotism. Mm. That's when someone okay, in your family yeah, yeah, helps yeah. you. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, It's yeah. just the specific word. Oh, that's better than white privilege. I like Nepotism. That. Because, I mean, and yeah. anyone can give nepotism. You don't even have to be white. It's just a thing that usually white people do because we're usually the people with the right. money. Right. Yeah. Uh, Cole Chapman has things. But yes. Yeah. Uh, is this on? Hello? Yeah. Hey, Jeff. Uh, big fan. Thank uh, you, Cole. I think, I, uh, like uh, Pam said, I really like that you brought back that eulogy joke. I had it all tied together at the end. It was very nice. Um, 
Let's see, I think when you bring up, I th also think that you can keep white privilege, because I think that's funny, but like you can work it into it's like where it's more technically correct. But I think the white privilege as a funny line, I think that works somewhere okay. in there. I don't know if it's at the same spot, but um, just a little feedback. Uh, as far as the business opportunity at the beginning, when you were like, ooh, I get to sell Adderall, like I'm gonna get more Adderall, I think yeah. you can work that in more with uh, you go in and they're like more shit they wanted to diagnose you with, and you're like, ooh, so like more pills? <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, diversify oh, my assets, bro, let's go. Um, I also think you should rearrange the reveal of your dad coming in, because you explained that your dad was coming in, but then you said that he had left earlier. I think it would be better if you say that he left, and then he comes in like an unexpected Mari guest, you know? And they're like, well, he's in, he's in the backstage, bring him out! And then your dad walks in, yeah, and you're yeah, like, yeah. what the fuck? Like, I think that's yeah, funny. Yeah. I like um, the Mari. Can I do the Mari reference? Anytime you can that. work Mari in, you gotta <laughs> do it. And uh, final thing, the uh, Jeb Bush thing. Um, I think I, I, it's like it's like a little chunky, you know. It's like it's it, like I get where you're going, but I feel like it could be trimmed down a little bit. But also, I think that should be explained more as right. like a weird consequence of your therapy that you empathize with Jeb Bush. Like, I think that's like, a, <laughs> like that's funny. Yeah, but anyway, good stuff, man. Maybe you could ask your brother to be a sponsor for the Mutant Radio Comedy Festival. Is, everybody <laughs> Is he still a, a millionaire? Oh, maybe. I definitely, I definitely like white privilege in your set and also in general. And the main thing I thought of when you were doing your set as kind of an unexplored avenue was when your dad just correctly identified your insecurities that you never told him right in front of you immediately. How did yeah. that feel? <laughs> I mean, honestly, I kind of was happy he did it. Like, at first it was a little embarrassing, but then I was like, oh, at least he, like, is a conscious, like, he was a nice dad to be like, I don't know. I don't know. Were you honestly asking me or? <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Oh, okay. But, if, you, and, but if, if a family member is really successful, I think that it's not too crazy of nepotism to just take care of everybody else. You're rich. Give, throw, yeah, you you shouldn't have to pay for rent. Come on. You should be able to be a stand-up. He made the money. What, you got to make money too? Fuck that. He's made enough money for both of you. You should yeah. just be able to take his money. And How much money does it take? I mean, he did. He actually did offer to like help me out with school and stuff. <gasps> and I, I was like, no, fuck you. Ah! myself oh your integrity is I know, misused in this <laughs> so I would have taken the money yeah uh, any other everybody gonna clap everybody gonna clap Jeff D clap for Jeff D make him feel like he's killing on stage yay all right moving right along your next comedian clap your hands together for Nick Holke or Hulk or Holb Hello, how's it going? So, sex has always been super awkward for me. From my first boner, when I was looking at a Spice Girls CD cover, I think it was Sporty that did me in. Whoever's doing the kick, I don't know which one. To my most recent drunken attempt of sprawled limbs, sex and I have never quite gone along. I remember uh, the first time I ever successfully jerked off, I was sitting on the toilet and had wrapped my dick in toilet paper, as we all do from time to time, and uh, did this, invented some weird grip with my fingertips, like I was playing the oboe, and went up and down a few times and achieved liftoff, and it was great. Uh, but the problem was that I thought that 
toilet paper was an essential part of the process. So every day I'm going to the bathroom making these dick mummies and my poor mom is going to Costco every day buying like those giant packs trying to keep up. Um, and then after that uh, is when the porn watching began. I watched a lot of porn. Uh, I didn't really realize it till like a few months ago I was hooking up with a girl and she said she hadn't watched that much porn and asked if I could show her some. It was like someone had just asked Stephen Hawking to teach them about black holes. It was amazing. I was like, welcome, welcome to my world. And so just showed her a bunch of stuff, you know, the basics, Pornhub, Uges, Tory Black, all that jazz. Um, and then uh, she asked me a question, which in my, let's see, I'm 26, in my 16 years of porn watching had never crossed my mind. And if you're trying to do the math, then yeah. So I started watching porn when I was like 10. I remember like sitting in front of the computer on, I don't even think it was Google, it was like Ask Jeeves, just typing in like boobs, hot girls kissing. And uh, I didn't know that history, like I knew that history existed, but I didn't know how to delete it. So whenever, whenever I finished, I would just rip out every chord, just shut it down and just destroy it. And the computer would kind of like go into shock and it would work but the computer didn't last very long. But so anyway, the, uh, the question she asked me that had never crossed my mind was, can we watch one that has a story? A story. It's like that moment in a movie where it like zooms into my brain and there's just like little versions of myself running around in a panic, like a story, a story, find one with a fucking story. And uh, after I scoured through everything, I was able to think of two things in the absolute mountains of porn that I've watched. I came up with two that kind of have a story. Big Sausage Pizza and Lemon Stealing Whores, which if you've never seen is a cinematic masterpiece. Um, but so, ended up going with uh, Big Sausage Pizza, which I assume you could figure out the premise. There's a hole in a pizza and it goes from there. Um, let's see. But so yeah, watching, wait, after the horn, how much time do I have? Like a minute? Uh, Watching porn was difficult when I was doing it because there was just the one family computer, which is a very centrally located device that you would have to access in little stealth missions in the middle of the night. It was tough. Um, I'm not actually sure where to go from there, so I'll just stop it there. Thank you. Hey, everybody. Nick Holm, dirty little porn star, lover, watcher. Yay. I was uh, I was exceedingly intrigued by your story, and I was wondering where you were going to go with the the, the strange caves di dipping under. I mean, I, I, just the idea of you of a child try, leaving their bed at night to watch porn in the dark. It's like there's got to be some funny, yeah, like combinations of. I mean, that's just it's just a funny story. I mean, right. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and it's 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 you're in the new age because it was all on the internet. It wasn't like you were stealing your dad's Playboy and having a flashlight underneath your covers like a normal child stealing porn. It was like that. It's the family computer. Anyways, I think you have you have tons and tons of material there to to just explore. <laughs> but I was I was intrigued with all your stories. I mean, I don't I don't know what advice it just. I was like I was definitely engaged in what you were talking about. Cool. The comparison to the computer, uh, shutting down your computer, I thought equating that to 
orgasming for the first time and kind of like like what was that and then you also said there was only one computer so there's definitely room to play with the concept of the hard drive the sloppy floppy disk download all those things that go with it um it's funny when you said spice girl i thought gay because gay boys notice spice girl i thought oh that's interesting that's a different take on a spice girl yeah and i thought you would have picked like scary spice because she was really hot but that was just a little thought that i had (laughs) um that was it yeah cool thank you So I thought maybe one idea is that um, you could say maybe my dick is like a Pavlovian dog. Uh, now every time I walk by the supply closet at work with the toilet paper, I get a uh, bone. Yeah. Or something like, you know, I'm watching the Charmin commercials and I'm getting a boner or whatever. Yes. And now it's just like this response. Yeah. Right. Just an idea. Yeah, I like it. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, that, that, that was great. There's a lot of funny stuff in there. Um, I used I really, for, for dick mummies especially, I want to hear, like, why did the ancient Egyptians make dick mummies? Like, what, you know, like, go in deep on dick mummies, I think, okay. or bring them back later. Like, have a dick mummy attack someone. I don't know. Don't do that. Hey, don't do that. That's not okay. Also, um, when you're listing, like, the types of porn that you've seen, uh, I, th- I would say, like, for that joke, do, like, a bunch of, like, really quick hit totally bizarre things like you know everyone knows about marge simpson tentacle porn and right like, okay. and, and then go to the story thing like right away because okay. kind of like had some space between. cool right on uh yeah i think you could play with that uh uh mi- that stealth mission down the computer so like where was it you on the second floor and it was on the first floor or something or what oh uh, yeah there? it was um no it was one story house okay but yeah, you'd so have to be just very, right very in the sneaky. Of the house, you yeah, to, okay, yeah, yeah, so, exactly. If it were on the second floor, my idea was like, you know, avoiding creaking floorboards, you know, like you're still right. tippy-toe all the way through, and then you hit that power button, the goo still lights up the house, and you're like, oh, fuck, but like, right. as far as that Pavlovian thing, I think that's funny if you have that, uh, that apple tone that when you know that ah uh, right that that's what immediately gets you, gives you a yeah. boner. Yeah, that's yeah. like, that's pretty funny, but yeah. Cool. Good stuff, man. Thank you. Clap your hands wildly. One more, one more, one more, one more. One more. more No, no clapping your hands yet. So I feel like with the Spice Girls, since they all have such fun, silly names, it would be good conceptually to relate them to the first boner, like Scary Spice introducing you to the horrifying world of human sexuality, that sort of thing. And then when you're talking about how long you've been watching porn, like don't give the answer to the equation to the audience, but I think it would be good to make it something absurd, like I'm 26 now, so I've been watching porn for 20 years, that sort of thing. Okay, cool. Porn ninja, so you sneak out in the middle of the night to get to the computer. A little stealthy ninja, I like it. Clap your hands together for Nick Holb, everybody, yay! All right, we're gonna we're moving right along. Your next comedian, he is on a show on the twenty sixth here because he is a Libra birthday baby. Put your hands together for Rich Barney. How's everybody doing? It's Monday night. Guys, 2018 has been a rough year for men. Actually, it hasn't. It hasn't been a tough year for men. Um, And, like, one of the terrible things about 2018 is that you actually have to, like, mansplain that to to men now. You just have to be like, actually, it isn't. 
It isn't a hard year at all for men. You know what was a hard year for men? 1999. That was a fucking brutal men for year. Brutal men for years. <laughs> Sticking with it. Uh, because for a lot of men, especially white men, um, that was the first year that they had to question the nature of their own reality. Because the Matrix came out. Yeah, he's just like, whoa, red pill or blue pill? I don't know, Chud. What are we gonna do? What is this? Also, 1999 was a very tough year because it was terrifying. Y2K. Does anyone remember how terrifying Y2K was? I'm, you couldn't trust clocks. You couldn't trust clocks or something. Something bad was going to happen with the clocks. I don't think anybody really understands what the problem was, but it was scary. I remember in 1996, I, I know it's a few years early still, I was very worried about Y2K uh, because my friend Joey told me that's when vampires would wake up. And there would be a vampire apocalypse. And Joey was a fucking liar. Um, He was a fucking liar. But honestly, vampire apocalypse isn't even that scary. Honestly, compared to everything that happened after the year 2000, vampire apocalypse is, like, honestly way better. Um, Like, give me a vampire war over the Iraq war any day. Um, It's way more punk rock. At, at a minimum, it's more punk rock. Um, guys, all I'm looking for in a relationship is somebody who will like every single one of my social media posts. That's all I want. I just want someone to love me as unconditionally as my mother, but not my mom. Mom, please stop liking all of my social media posts. Um, do, you, do you guys ever find yourself in a relationship and um, somebody says, or like your girlfriend says, hey, send me a dick pic? And don't fucking do that. Don't send her a dick pic. You're just going to end up, your dick's going to end up with all of the other dicks in the cock graveyard folder of her iPhone. Do not go there. Like, is that the thing? No. Wow. All right. Uh, I think that's all I've got. Thanks, everyone. Richard Barney! Yay! Uh, vampire apocalypse! My God, you have the, the you have the key to king, keys to the castle there. The keys to the kingdom. I, I mean, what is a vampire war like? How is it different than the Iraq mm, War? Yeah. Like, what are they doing? Instead of stealth bombers, there's, you know, whatever blood bath. Yeah, instead of yeah, instead of fighting of in bath, where there are blood baths or whatever. Like, there's all kinds of. I mean, that could be really great. Could be. Yeah. Well, it wasn't. No, but, well, you didn't say anything. You you came yeah, up yeah. with the concept, which was yeah. which is unique and amazing. That I mean, you would rather but... you'd rather have a vampire apocalypse than the Iraq War. I mean, it's really funny, and it's just you have to kind of delve into that, like how it's different. Cool. Thank you. But yeah. I love the mansplaining to men bit. And I think you can lean into it a little bit, especially in terms of like their emotions, like straight up say something to the effect of, you shouldn't feel that way. It's stupid that you do belittle their emotions. Good advice in general. Yeah, 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 yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, when you mentioned that Joey was the one that gave you the story, like you could paint more of a picture of how unreliable of a person Joey is. Like Joey's already, a f- it's, 
I feel like Joey's already a funny name, and if maybe you could even think of weirder, like you know, like goofier names. But Joey's also already really funny. And then I was only friends with him because he had a Nintendo 64. Exactly. <laughs> Fuck you, Joey. Sounds like Joey. If that's the Joey I know. <laughs> um, I also thought that uh, just like the vampire war, it's like it's already like summoning so many like pictures of images from movies from that era. Just like leather and shit, you know? Just like, like leather and shit. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean... <laughs> yeah, and then I like just the leather and shit as a tag. <laughs> Put your hands together, everybody, for Richard Barney! Yay! 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 All right, put your hands together for your next comedian. He's been running the board for you tonight. He's a very funny guy. He runs Sergio Promotions. They're doing shows all over San Francisco. Clap your hands together for Sergio Navoa. Hi. Hi, you guys. My name is Sergio. I wrote something today, and it's not fully memorized, so we'll see how it goes. Um... Yes, I am having my very first show this Thursday at, in Dogpatch at Triple Voodoo. Um, so if you're available, and I decided we're going to have a guest spot. You go in, put your name in a bucket, and if your name gets called, you get to do five minutes. So if you're free on Thursday and you want to try five minutes, great. If you make them laugh, maybe we can do more. <laughs> um, so yes, my name is Sergio. Um, you know what's scary about doing stand-up? The risk of seeing one of your exes in the audience... Yes, I am totally okay running into my access with my car, um, which is why I'm no longer an Uber driver. <laughs> yes. Um, I told the insurance it was an accident, but what really pissed me off was my passenger gave me a one-star rating, friendly, intense, with a firm grip. Can't please everyone. <laughs> now, as I look around, I have to say, I have not had sex with most of you. The night is young. And I'm a lightweight. Yes, one cocktail and I am willing to do anything. Anything that I want to do. Now, to be honest with you, huh? How, how many of you guys know someone who's really hot and you know you want to have sex with them, but you can't because they're a relative? None of you guys? Just me? Okay. Have you gotten so drunk that you took someone home, woke up in the morning and you're like... Oh shit, it's a relative? <laughs> Hasn't happened to you guys? Just me. <laughs> I'll tell you guys a secret, uh, but it has to stay in this room. I've had sex with audience members. And some of them are here tonight. Yeah, they're back for an encore. It was that good. This is for me, I'm not here. Um, no need to identify yourselves. Again, let's keep this between us. Um, I am flattered when anyone wants to have sex with me. Well, other than my priest. Been there, done that. I'm kidding you guys. My priest did not have sex with me. We're not Catholic. Come on. Casual sex is a bit complicated for me. You have to be of a certain height to ride this ride. And then I lost track after that. <laughs> now research says that gay sex is better than straight sex. I don't know from personal experience because I'm a virgin. Based on your reaction, you're either shocked or don't believe that I'm a virgin. I am. Uh, I was told relatives don't count. 
right? <laughs> uh, they don't count. It's not that I'm against casual sex. I'm like a Rubik's Cube. You really have to know how to handle me. And you cannot be colorblind, must be a cubaholic, born before the year 2000, have 43 quintillion different ways of getting me off in under six seconds. Uh, 25 seconds if you're only using one hand. 25.4 seconds if you're using your foot. Uh, 28 seconds if you're blindfolded. And 10 minutes if you're only using one nipple. In other words, you need mad skills. Uh, that is it for me, Pam. That's all I have so far. <laughs> Sergio Duvall, yay. You're so fun to watch on stage. The only thing I could think of is that maybe before you start talking about the Guinness Book of World Records, Rubik's Cube times and stuff, to just give us that that's what you're talking about. Like, I know that you're talking about in the Guinness World Book of Records, this is how long it takes for someone to, like, that you're listing all the times that people have worked to solve Rubik's Cubes and stuff, but maybe just throw us a, a bone, like a hint. Okay. Cool. Other comments? Then the people? Hi. Hi. Um, I liked your set. I think that the... Um, I'm a virgin joke has to come a little earlier just because you were talking so much well, about sex. <laughs> because you're like, I had sex with someone in the audience, my family member, they're like, I'm a virgin. So we're like, wait, what? Yeah. So I think, I know that you're reading it off your phone, so like, it's probably not the order, but I would just make it come a little earlier. Okay. And that could also be a punchline. <laughs> come, come a little earlier. earlier. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I mean, I like that every time I see you, you're clearly, like, writing good jokes. Like, you're writing, like, self-contained good jokes, you know what I mean? Oh, good, thank you. Uh, I definitely would say, though, like, sometimes it feels like you, you finish the punchline too quickly. You're like, oh, you, like, it seems like you um, stomp it out before it gets, like, the delayed laugh, you know what I mean? You, I speak too quickly? Do sometimes when you deliver the punchline, uh, I think you walk away from it before people get to laugh. Like you, you're like on to the next thing. You gotcha. know what I mean? Yes, that is the biggest thing I need to work on. I need to like pause or take a breather or just do it something. But yes, especially gotcha. if it's like a shocking punchline. Sometimes it needs to sit. I guess. You gotcha. Know? Yeah. Perfect. No, thank you. That is my biggest a, hurdle. A, a <laughs> trick, a trick that I've used in the past, especially if I've been. I, I don't ever use a phone because I don't have a f smartphone. That's one of the reasons. But also, uh, when I used to write lists down, I'd write them on a napkin and then I would put it behind my beer so that only I could see it. So I'd like put the napkin on the beer and then you can not only see your set list through the beer because you're, but then you take a sip on a punchline so that it makes you slow down. So you don't have to have a phone so you don't look like a, a bad comedian that didn't well, write their jokes. Well, I wouldn't do jokes. it for a performance, yeah. Right, but yeah, if yeah. you are in a performance and you do need a cheat sheet, Okay. The way that I've done it in the past is I write it on a white napkin with a dark pen and I put it on my beer and then you can see the list through the beer, but nobody knows you have a list. So you're tricking them and they think that you're a really good. And then when you take a sip, not only do you get to take a breather and let the audience laugh, but you get to look at your set list. I like the taking the drink to force me to slow down. Right. I definitely will use that. But it's just, I mean, just for other people, it's a good yeah. cheat because that way you Nobody knows that you're cheating. <laughs> I like that. Thank you. Other comments? Um, yeah, I like the, the audience member thing where you're like, they might be here for an encore. thought it could be funny to also be like, I hope they're not here for a refund. Because I'm like, what, what, what would that even look like? How do you gotcha. refund that? 
And I do have a thing I took out where I say I'm not a fan of casual sex. I enjoy transactional sex. So if I bring that, I like that. I can connect it back to that. Oh, yeah. Cool. Thank you guys so much. Clap your hands together for Sergio Hooray! Listen to the Joke Workshop here on UniRadio.fm. And thank you guys again for all uh, donating. It really, really, really does help the station. And uh, hey, listen to Sergio's new show coming up on Tuesdays from noon to two called My Limited View. Oh, what is that? Uh, I'm on four over here. So- Your next comedian. Coming to the stage to make you laugh. What a funny guy he is. I, I just, I love his hair. I, I, it's so fluffy. It's such, such a lovely human being. Put your hands together for Hunter Stare. <laughs> he's in the bathroom. Oh, he's in the bathroom. What an entrance. Don't you hate it when you miss? That's a, that's a visual joke. I'm sorry. This is a radio show. Oh, shit. That reminds me. Uh, before I forget, Pam, I'm giving you a fucking Sacagawea dollar, among other things. Yeah, fight the power. Whatever happened to her? Oh, it's good to see you, lovely people. I actually feel like I don't know most of you people, which is really fun and exciting. My name is Hunter. Uh, I live in Oakland, but uh, I grew up in Louisiana. And what that means to me is, up until about the age of 11, I did not know that there was a T in my name. Yeah, some of y'all kind of get that. Hey, Hunter, Hunter. You know, it's a fun name to grow up with in the South because it's a very difficult name to make fun of if you live in Louisiana. You know, if you're like a kid, the kids are like, oh, is your name Jay? Oh, you're Gay Jay. Or you're Doug? You're Doug the Slug. No, with Hunter, it was like, that's a stupid fucking name, boy. What you gonna... You gonna go... You gonna go hunting or something? God damn it! It's a popular pastime in this vicinity. I think they could have used Hunter. I think that could have worked. Yeah, but they didn't know about the tea either. <laughs> What's up? So, uh, has anybody ever said this to you? Quick question. Hey, I got a quick question for you. Shit's false advertising. Uh, yeah, you know, it happened to me at work today. It was like, hey, Hunter, quick question. I was like, dope. That's my favorite kind of question. It's like, what is the uh, average stay of an employee at this office? I was like, oof, that is not how a quick question works. No, no, no. It's quick for the person who's answering it, not for the person who's asking it. That's not how that works. You might, more accurately, you should have said, hey, Hunter, I have a really complicated question for you, but don't worry, I'll be hella vague. <laughs> so I got married about three weeks ago. Thank you. Thank you. It's been a long ride. You know, I was with my girlfriend for like five years, and we owned a house together and everything before I left her and married the person we're talking about right now. Don't groan, that's my life. <laughs> groan at my life, that's fine. Um, no, but uh, we've known each other for about seven months. I am impulsive. Crickets. <laughs> she's, I mean, like, I know why I did it though, because she's amazing and like just really compatible for me and she's just this super amazing Colombian smoke show. She's just so fucking beautiful and mesmerizing. Like, she is so beautiful that every single time I come out of a bathroom, there's an old white guy showing her pictures of boats. based on a true story. (laughs) She is is so beautiful and amazing. It it takes a lot of confidence to assume she's just not in it for a green card, (laughs) based on a true story. Uh, uh, The most adult thing, like the most adult married thing I think I've done since uh, getting married is 
buying a mattress. No, nothing y'all are fancy. Yeah, I went to a mattress store for the first time in my life and bought a non-Craigslist mattress. I think that's like a cause for celebration, personally. Yeah, from a mattress salesman with a business card. I bought one of those like fancy space foam mattresses that astronauts fuck on. I wasn't really paying attention, something like that. And they told me that I had to rotate it. We had to rotate it once every fiscal quarter. Anybody else heard of this? I was like, what? My mattress follows the stock market? <laughs> All right. Give it up for your host, Evan Hunter. Yay, Yay Hunter Stare. Yay, stay up there. That was really funny. You're really comfortable tonight and, and really funny, and that was great. Cunter is a great joke, but they didn't know the T either. That's very they funny. They didn't know about it. And uh, the pictures of boats, that is great. And I feel like you, I know you're not like an act out guy, but if you can do an old man voice and be like, hey, I'm down in Key West or whatever, like do some sort of like parrot head, like, I love Jimmy Buffett. I got a boat and I live in Key West. And you're going to come. Like that could be just very yeah, I'll funny. Yeah, I'll try to remember what he sounded like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I really enjoyed your style, and uh, when you were first talking about every time you go to the bathroom, there's an old white guy showing her pictures of boats. At first, I was picturing that in your home, and then I realized <laughs> it was in public, and it would be really funny oh, to have it like also happen in your home. That would be, yeah. even in my home, that would be a great time. Like your neighbor. You. That's actually super valuable. Thank you. I'm going to definitely use that. Definitely going to use that. Thank you. What's your name? So, I'm Regina. Thank you, Regina. I've only I've only seen you twice, Hunter. Um, and this time, I I saw where you took the story with your girlfriend, and really that good. was early conception. Yeah, and just your whole delivery, you're smooth. It was really good. Was really I've good. only seen you twice, but I'm comparing it to that, and I can see how this whole thing is coming together. How long ago was that? Like, uh, um, I month? just remember making fun of you for well, congratulating you for dating outside of your family. I remember that. Yeah. Yes, that and was like a month ago. so yeah, so when I saw that, now I see this. It looks so good, and your whole delivery, your presentation. Nice. Thank you. Yeah. Dope. You guys are nice. Impulsive, impulsive people, I guess, buy mattresses off Craigslist. Ew. That yeah. every, that's the second time I've heard you say that, and I still like cringe that's at the concept good. It of has, a used... It has shock Yeah. Factor. Oh, yeah. It's I was, gross. I was, I've been pretty ratchet most of my life, despite how I look now. <laughs> I, I'm assuming I don't look ratchet now. Okay. Dope. Let's clap your hands widely for Hunter Stare. Yay. All right, we're moving along, getting all these done. Your next commi commissioner, <laughs> your next comic. Slap those meat paws together for Starler Burns. Yay, Starler! What's up, folks? I was not paying attention. I'm next. I'm not next anymore. I'm here. Anyone go to the Folsom Street Fair this last month? Yeah! For those of you who aren't from around here, or otherwise a nerd, and let me know if you're a nerd after the show so I can kick your ass, the F Folsom Street Fair is a San Francisco celebration of sexual kinks. So there's a bunch of naked people hanging from ropes and whipping each other and that kind of wholesome family fun. I've been going to the Folsom Street Fair for a few years now, so I'm pretty hard to shock. But apparently, I can still be shocked. Because I was walking down the fairgrounds this year, and this guy a few paces in front of me just kind of bent over 
and this other guy just started fucking him. That made me blank. It's like, I'm glad I was not looking at my phone because I would have walked right into them. And it would have, it would have been mildly awkward. Oh, sorry guys, what a klutz. It's cool though, I, I walked around. Like, two guys fucking is still less of an issue than a panhandler. I don't have to feel bad for ignoring them. Like if every panhandler in San Francisco got replaced by two guys fucking, that'd be an improvement. <laughs> like, I just love too that Midwesterners would come over here and see the future liberals want for their children. <laughs> Another notable thing about the Folsom Street Fair this year, I got groped. I got unconsensually groped. Don't woo for that. It's cool though. I was basically asking for it. I saw this seven foot cat. I should say man, just so you don't get confused. And obviously, my first thought was, what kind of footwear does this guy got going on? Sure enough, seven inch stilettos. So, you know, I pulled back up to get a full picture of him. Looked like this. Whoops. Like, let me be clear, when it comes to sexual assault, no one is ever asking for it. But I was asking for it. <laughs> so the tall man, he just kind of bent over and groped my tit and flicked my nipple in one very slick motion. And all I could do was just be like, fair enough, you caught me. Let my guard down. Uh, okay. I know that the one thing that I saw at the Folsom Street Fair that I will never forget, that'll be burned in my mind forever, was this guy wearing nothing but a sign around his neck that said, Tiny Penis Alert. <laughs> Glad that ain't real. Like the very day someone invents a device that starts beeping in the vicinity of a tiny penis. That's it, man. Packing up. Moving to a desert island. Can be free from the evils of technology that are sapping our humanity and informing people of our tiny penises. It wasn't even a nice sign either. It was totally copy paper. I probably printed it at work. <laughs> okay, real quick, since I only have so much time. I was getting off the train the other day and I guess I was going too slow because this guy behind me shouted out, bitch, keep it moving. <sighs> and that really got me thinking. No stranger has ever addressed me as bitch and then said something nice. Bitch, your father may be gone physically, but his spirit will be with you always. Thanks. I was worried when he started that sentence. It turned out very sweet. <laughs> Okay, that's it for my time. Thank you, guys. Starla Burns! Yay! Wow. Uh, when you were accosted... Oh, you okay. when, when you were accosted, uh, when you were uh, unconsensually, unconsensually touched in your nipple and... Were you wearing a shirt? I was wearing it all. You were shirt, wearing a shirt? pants, oh. underwear. I was basically dressed like this. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just because that's, I, how did he get to your nipple to to assault it with it? It wasn't, it wasn't like, I, I don't know. There might be a joke there like that you got 
assaulted and be like, but in all fairness, I was wearing like a harness or I was wearing a t-shirt that said something. I don't know. I, I, I'm trying to think of a way to connect it either to the Me Too movement without making you look like a dick <laughs> or, you know, like, I don't know. I, it, but I, I, I like that you're telling it. Well, I mean, that's what I hint at with the, when it comes to sexual assault, no one is ever asking for it except right. for me. I can't be a victim, so I'm just going to pretend I was not victimized. Ah, that's very political. <laughs> I wanted you guys to laugh at that, but instead you were like, ah. Oh. Ah, we're like, ah, oh, we're in San Francisco. <laughs> Anywhere else people Disturbing aspect of the human psychology. We thought it was appropriate. We felt bad for you. I thought you had a very funny set. Um, your voice is so unusual, and it, the word that comes to me is this, it's halting. It's, it's, it's just, it's, it's very specific, it's authoritative. When you were, at, at some point you were going to say you were giving out facts and things like that, and I was just like, oh my God, I'm being, it, it was really engaging. Um, the, uh, the line that I thought of maybe while you were, you were looking at your phone, I was one text away from completing a threesome, completing a gay threesome. And then I just love the bit where bitch, followed by a compliment. I think you can go, you can do two or three of those because that was just enjoyable. Cool. Yes, it was overall really fun. Like I was laughing loudly back here and there is something about your voice. I don't know where you're from, but you, there's you're, either it's an accent or what it is, but it works well with the set. Um, what else did I write? Uh, <laughs> Panhandlers being replaced by two guys fucking. I think that's really funny. And I went to Folsom Schieffer and I did witness all of this. So I know what you're talking about. <laughs> Did you see me get groped? Um, <laughs> I saw you do more than that. There were, there were too many people to see anybody doing anything. Uh, that's why everyone gets away with it. Yay, Cole Chapman. Uh, yeah, as far as that uh, sexual, un unconsensual touching thing, I think, uh, and this is kind of like a, a thing I noticed with a few of your jokes, is you get caught up in like trying to describe the situation with like too many words rather than getting into like the meat of it, so like the it was like too much of a high concept, I think, is why we're all like, oh, we should all listen and be serious at this point. You know? <laughs> uh, but like, uh, I think if you go lean into like the, you know, it is what I was wearing, that kind of thing, because that's kind of, I think that's the connective tissue between the me too, because it's like people always victim blame, like, well, what were you wearing? Yeah, like, well, what were you wearing? Like, you're wearing you're a cute harness, of course they're gonna touch you. You're like, ah, shit. So like maybe something like that. Um, and also, yeah, the voice thing is just that's just you all the time, or. It's like no one's controlling you from a distance. Or <laughs> <laughs> He's a drone. Uh, this guy feels like it's a puppet sometimes. That's me. <laughs> That's me all the time, Cole. <laughs> okay, I, 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 voice too. I get it. I'm I am good. from here. I am from Santa Clara. I grew up here. <laughs> uh, Just like here. the 49ers. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're from here too, aren't they? Uh, the cat, when you say the cat thing too, it could actually be a large furry. It could. I normally say man, but in my own parlance, the things I say when I'm not on stage, I do refer to human beings as cats. Sure. So that was just an error that I had to recover from. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, uh, the, uh, the last uh, series of jokes, like, were you saying that you could do like a bunch more of those? Yeah. Things? I think that's true. I think the first one, though, the one that you gave was your dad will be with you in spirit or like that. I think there's like, there's like, five too mm -hmm. many words and then, mm. you know like where it's like i think you get the point across maybe it doesn't have to be a kind of like your dad is watching you from heaven or something but like definitely a compliment that's a little easier to fire off because i feel like if you were to do the one you originally have there's way more a variability in like what you get caught up on when you're trying to say it and then the delivery will kind of get hindered as a result of that but if you just have a quick clean one like that then i think it'll be a little punchier and people will kind of understand it better 
your beard is incredibly lined up. (laughs) (laughs) Bitch, your beard is incredibly lined up. Is that a you know, thing people say your beard is lined up? Beard, well your beard looks all lined up. Your your beard you don't you don't let your beard just grow out willy-nilly. You actually like quaff your beard. I'm just trying to come up with compliments. I don't know. I, I think you're very funny. I think um, you remind me of so you've got a deadpan style, which is one of my favorite, you know, Steve uh, Stephen Wright, Bitch Hedberg, that kind of style. So I think you should just own it. Just go go all in. Go completely deadpan. Don't even smile from the start to finish. Just an idea. Um, we don't have time for any more comments. I'm oh, sorry because we're running out of time. Because we nothing have one shocks more. me anymore. And then I saw someone get electrocuted. Yeah. Okay. Uh, thank you, Starler. Yay! Yay! Your last comedian. This is so. This is our last comedian with comments, and then we're gonna just bust through all the other comments, comics before we're over. So we'll we'll get to everybody. But this is the last time we're gonna give comics. Please, thank you so much for paying attention and give your attention to your next comic the last one we have to give comments to angel weaver yay she's back hey everybody so my mom named me angel so either she's super religious or she thought she was having a latino male I uh, I cut off all my hair recently. Been getting a lot of looks from the men. It's not like, damn, girl, you fine. But more like, damn, girl, who's your barber? Like, who's (laughs) that fade? It's so fresh. (laughs) After I cut off my hair, my mom calls me and she's like, you know what? I'm just going to be honest. I don't really like it. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to be honest. You don't pay my bills. I don't give a fuck. What you think, pay an electric bill or two Karen, and then we can talk about hairstyles, okay? But she doesn't pay my bills, I'm a working woman. Uh, I travel a lot for work. I love when I get on a plane and there's no first class, just coach. I'm like, great, we're all poor. (laughs) This plane goes down, nobody's gonna care. Nobody is gonna care. Um, But I have been flying a lot. I've been flying on Virgin Airlines. Flying on Virgin is a lot like having sex with one, you know? It's a terrible customer experience. Um, And they never come. They never come when you need them to. But but I have, and also, what's up with the mood lights? Are people literally fucking on this plane? Like, who are you setting the mood for? I don't know. Um, But I have been flying a lot, and I've been sitting in the emergency exit row. So when you sit there, the flight attendant comes up to me, and she's like, hey, emergency exit row. And I'm like, bitch, I have a name, okay? It's Angel. Um, And she goes, hey, just so you guys know, by sitting here, you agree that if this plane goes down, you're going to help people get off this plane. (laughs) I'm like, by sitting here, if this plane goes down, I'm going to be the first one off the plane, okay? (laughs) This is a strategic choice near the exit. But then she looks at me and she's like, ma'am, I'm gonna need you and everyone else to say yes, so that way I know that you agree to this. So I look up at her and then I look at all the men in the row and I was like, this is what consent looks like, (laughs) y'all. This right here is consent. You need a verbal yes. Consent's not that hard, honestly. Do you know how many terms and agreements I've agreed to without reading them? Like, just ask, just ask me. If I say yes, we can have sex. If I say no, put your dick away. Why is your dick out? I didn't say yes. I don't understand how we got here. 
Well, people are getting in trouble for it. One of those people, Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby got taken down because he was giving women pills and taking advantage of them. And I had to think about this. I was like, have I ever been given a pill before sex? And the answer is no. But I have been given one after. Hey, yo, plan B, shout out. That's great. It is great. <laughs> That's where I'm going to end. Thank you so much, you guys. Weaver's back. Hey, welcome back. It's been a couple months. I know. You went on your honeymoon, you, then you never came back. I know. I live in New York now. What? I moved, I moved away. Oh, my God. You didn't even, I didn't even know. I, have I you been doing looking. comedy in New I York? I have. I have been doing How's comedy How's it going? It is good. Good. It is good. Awesome. Well, I loved your set today. I have no nothing to say except you're awesome, and we miss you, and I like your new hair. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I do, too. Yeah. Thank you. It's probably easier to deal with. Much easier. Yeah. Much easier. Cole Chapman has something to say. Yeah, awesome set. From start to finish, that was terrific. Uh, so I don't really have any notes. The only thing I uh, think is, I think you can get a little more uh, specific with the all the terms you've agreed to, like because yeah. I think like if you mentioned like the Apple iTunes agreement, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. like that's the one okay. I think everybody knows, and yeah. that's like I think that would be that like through line to make it punch a little harder. But otherwise, it was like perfect. So, okay. That's helpful. Um, yeah, I have never seen you before, so I, I thought everything was really funny. Um, the only note I had was you said virgins, they never, um, they never come. I'm like, virgins typically come too quickly. That was my only thought. Like, I'm, okay. but the they whole premise, fast. yeah, they come, the whole premise of like having sex with the virgin, blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh yeah, who wants to have sex with the virgin? I thought, ugh. And then you said, uh, that was the only thing I thought, aren't they known for coming too quickly? Um, the plan B is really funny. I just wrote plan B funny, consent funny, first class funny, honesty with your mom funny, the fade funny, little Latino name funny. So cool. Thank you. And I think it's men virgins come fast, women virgins don't come at all. So Mm -hmm. that might be (laughs) the thing. Uh, I was thinking with the pill, you could go in a few different directions, like, um, you know, trying to develop the Viagra pill for women, which never works, anxiety, anti-anxiety pill, depression pill, ecstasy pill. Mm, Yeah, that's helpful. uh, My father's a Latino male, and his middle name is Angel. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes things are funny because they're true. Everything you did was very funny. You don't need to be here. But (laughs) (laughs) the one thing I I wanted to note that kind of stuck in my craw because I deal with like editing words a lot. Mm -hmm. Like when you said flying with virgin is like having sex with a virgin. They never come when you want them to. When you just like delete the actual virgin part, it's just flying with virgin. They never come when you want them to. Like that doesn't really make sense to me. The oh, how does coming relate to the flight? Yeah, because mm, like it's the okay. flight attendants never yeah. come when you want yeah, them to. You I press was. the button over and over. That actually but, makes sense. You press the button over and over, and they still won't come. It's the same problem with okay. w- with women. You just keep pressing the button. You're like, it's that's the that's wrong that's button. That's Is it the wrong button? Am I pushing the wrong button? Sorry. <laughs> that's a good one. Mm-hmm. To the or, or maybe if. Uh, you're referencing them having sex on a plane then somebody's getting their button pushed yeah right I don't think it's up right the flying students aren't coming or anything like that yeah you know I don't know okay
Gotta think about that. Okay. Thank y'all so much. Clap your hands wildly for Angel Weaver. Yay. Uh, the music all right uh the next thing we're gonna do we've got we went through all of our thank you guys for staying through all the comments that was super awesome we are gonna get through we have one two three four five six comics so we can do three minute sets it's just gonna be like boom 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 i'm not gonna say anything in between uh please keep laughing and being awesome for your last comics and we'll start right now with jacob McHenry. yay Thank you. I recently went to the Monterey Bay Aquarium. Not sure if any of you guys have been. Uh, was, yeah, thank you, all right. It was, it was educational, I learned a lot. Uh, I learned uh, that you shouldn't ask for a bottle of water there. Uh, they will flip on you real quick. Uh, I had a lady who worked there, she's like, we don't sell bottles of water here, sir. We can offer you a carton of water if you'd like. But those plastic bottles are killing the fish in the ocean. Which is like, I didn't want any trouble, so I just bought the carton of water. Which I'm glad I did, because when I was done with that shit, I tossed it into the ocean. <laughs> and I felt good in my heart about it. Because I realized I played a role in saving the ecosystem that day. I, uh... I recently found out my, uh, my coworker is a shaman. You guys know what that is? One of those like spiritual medicine men. Yeah, which was kind of weird because he's a white guy from Minnesota, not who you would picture a shaman being, which got me curious, what does it take to become a shaman? Uh, and I, I found out, if you, got, and, like, if you guys are curious, I found out what it takes. Uh, it takes two things, one important, one not so important. The not so important thing is uh, drugs or mushrooms or however you want to call it. Uh, but the important thing is if you want to become a shaman, you have to just start referring to yourself as a shaman whenever you talk to people. Otherwise, there is no, like, you're indistinguishable from someone who just sells drugs. Has anyone heard about uh, the rumor that Superman might be black in his next movie? Or in the next movie? Okay, there we go. Yeah, one. Yeah, it's, it's got a lot of people like angry online. And by people, I, I mean like mainly just white people, which I get it, you know? Like black people have taken over sports and now it seems like they're going after the imagination too, you know? But I think... I don't think, like, it, it won't be a big deal if there's a black Superman. I think the thing to be concerned about if there is a black Superman is who that next Superman's going to be. Because if we've learned anything recently, if you've had nothing but white guys doing a certain thing and you throw one black guy in the mix, that next white dude's gonna be crazy as fuck, man. <laughs> He's just gonna be flying around in an orange suit beating the shit out of Mexican and Muslim people for like no reason. I um, I saw some crazy stuff the other day. I saw this, like, uh, I was walking out of McDonald's, and in the parking lot, there was just, like, these two big women in a full-on fist fight, man. It was, it was pretty heated. Like, they were, like, throwing some, like, heavy hands, man, and, like, chicken nuggets were flying, and soda was all over the place. A wig came off, and then I noticed in the corner of my eye that there was a stroller unattended right next to them with a child inside, 
And I, it hit me right there that I was like, man, I just been standing here watching this whole thing, not doing anything. And I felt for the first time that I was one of those shitty millennials because I realized I could have been recording the whole entire time. And I, uh, I really regret that. Thank you guys. That's, uh, that's all I got. James McHenry, your next comedian. He's been giving great comments all night. Put your hands together for Ray Khan. Hey guys, what's going on? Real quick, I want to. I love that dog that came in. It came in like Hannibal Lecter with his mouth all caged and it's just humping the floor. That's fantastic. That dog has fucking range, man. That dog has a lot of emotions. Uh, <laughs> hey, um, uh, I, I'm a native San Franciscan, and I got a lot of friends in New York. You know, and they call me they're like, "Hey, man, Ray, how do you do it? How do you live in the Bay Area, man? Aren't you afraid of earthquakes?" I'm like, "Hell no, I'm not afraid of earthquakes, man. I've been become." I've become like a little bit of an earthquake snob, as a matter of fact. You know, I mean, I'm like an earthquake sommelier. You know, in fact, in fact, I tell the judge even the small tremors that we get. You know, I'm like, I'm like, you know, I simply adore a nice, full-body, earthy shake from the Hayward Fault. It just has that sweet, regional, north-south north, feel to it. Did you feel that quiver today? Oh, you guys, what a delight! Ah, oh, that has some good legs on it, huh? San Andreas really uncorked a winner. It started out strong with the bold Oakland notes and had a smooth, dry Petaluma finish. Oh, what a good year. And I didn't even get a headache. I swear, hand to God. Hand to God. Um, I love the exercise. It feels super good. Get the sweat going, right? Uh, some people don't, uh, don't exercise because they believe they have a finite number of heartbeats. Right? Look it up. It's called the uh, rate of living theory. You know, I hope it's not true because I don't like that idea at all. You know, but why stop there? When you think about it, we all have a finite number of activities, right? Technically, nothing is infinite. The finite number of times you sit down, finite number of times you stand up, a finite number of times you blink, right? One day, I'll be up here yelling, and that's why they call it schmegma. And I've reached my finite number of dick jokes. God's upstairs with a clicker. Boom, I die of a heart attack. That's not the way it's meant to be. <laughs> Sometimes I wish I was in the military. Not because I want to do something noble like serve my country or anything. They get to use that cool alphabet, right? Alpha, beta, I don't know the rest. I'm pretty sure I don't have the security clearance. Uh, it's got to come in handy when spun out things over the phone. Whenever I spell things out, I just end up free associating poorly. Like, yeah, I like a large pepperoni pizza. My name? Oh, Ray. Ah, oh, shit, Ray. How to spell it? Oh, R is in reach around. A is in anchor steam. Y is in yearning. Yeah. You guys, my pizza never gets delivered. Thank God I've never been a soldier in the front lines. I'd be like, Sparky, we need backup. We're taking on heavy artillery. Send help. What's my location? Ramadi, central Iraq. God damn it, R is in reach around. A is in anchor steam. Hey guys, thanks for my time. Thank you so much. Hey yo. Ray Kanye. All right, moving right along. Your next comedian. I can see his first name is Joey, but the last name is Fenadu? Fendi? Fennick. First time ever. Clap your hands wildly. Yay. 
How's it going? Uh, yeah, my name's Joey. You were tearing on me earlier in the day, but that's okay. Uh, so this is my first time doing any of this, so uh, I'm gonna. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I'm just I'm gonna read off of this like an idiot, but <clears throat> all right. So I'm a single guy, and uh, like many of you out there, men and women, uh, I might finish a little early when I'm rubbing nasties. Yes, sex. Thankfully, uh, I can hide it. I am a magician in the bedroom, yes. I'm using every form of misdirection known to man, okay? Any additional time post-ejaculation is an illusion in itself, okay? <laughs> oh, what's that behind your ear? Ultra ribbed? <laughs> Someone's being selfless tonight, come on. <laughs> I'm playing the shell game with her boobs. Where is it? Where is it? And found the nipple. Okay. <laughs> but when my back's against the wall and you got nothing left, I will saw my dick in half. Oh, wow. Uh, so I work all week. Um, big working man. Big working man over here. Um, and oh, by the way, fuck Thursday. Can I just say that? Fuck Thursdays. And I know what you're thinking. Why is he so mad at Thursday? I'll tell you why. Because Thursday is the biggest cock tease of the week. <laughs> Thursday is that girl in high school that made you spend your entire summer job savings on a promise ring and then broke up with you on Thanksgiving. <laughs> it's that... That hot and heavy petting in the back of the movie theater that no one knows where it's coming from, but you can feel it. <laughs> Thursday is dry humping with jeans on for three hours. Just get me to Friday already, man. Have you ever eaten at a restaurant that's named Thank Goodness It's Thursdays? No, because no one said that shit, ever. Welcome to TGITs, where, where you'll leave unsatisfied and wanting. I went to the doctor the other day for a blemish. I know it sounds serious, but it sometimes I get concerned with my body. Um, and I'm not sure my doctor even went to fucking medical school, man. Um, you know, there's just some things you don't want to hear your doctor say. Now, uh, what am I looking at here, son? What are you looking at? I don't know what I'm looking at half the time. Why are you asking me, man? Wow. I've never seen that color before. What the I've seen that color before, man. And when you ask him, hey, so, um, I mean, what do, what do you think's causing it? Uh, hold on, let me Google this real quick. I should have just used WMD or WebMD, whatever the fuck it's called. I think they at least would have told me what I'm dying from, you know? And that's it. That's all I got right now. Yeah. Yay! Clap your hands for Joey! Yay! What a great job! Yay! It's first time ever! Congratulations. You did it. Yay! All right. We're moving right along with the rest of our comedians. Clap your hands together for Regina Fletcher! everyone. Uh, it's been a minute since I've been here and I forgot how much fun this is. Um, and I, I get really awkward about the whole putting money in the jar ritual. Like I already did it a few minutes ago. I hope you notice like 
I imagine this is what strippers deal with. Like, no man, I already paid, you know. Um, but yeah, like I, I don't actually. Um, I, I mean, I have other stripper jokes, but I, I'm, I'm gonna kind of move on to my uh, my dating stuff since I uh, do that professionally. I'm a relationship coach, not a arranged marriage. Uh, excuse me, arranged seeking arrangements. Kind of first thing the other lady was talking about. Um, yeah, so I've been telling a bunch of my clients like. Okay, Cupid has reformed. Like they had, they have improved their stuff. Have you seen their DTF campaigns? The F no longer rhymes with duck. I'm just gonna give you guys a hint. Um, yeah, but they ha they have all these questions that you answer to help them better uh, to help the algorithm better match you. But the thing is, I think they need to have some more uh, contemporary issue questions. Like some questions I'd like to be asked are: um, So, which is more alive today? Hashtag Me Too or Tupac Shakur? Um, which better embodies masculinity today? Hashtag, it was me or Shaggy's was me. You know? Um, but so anyway, uh, Halloween. Absolutely love Halloween. Uh, it's the one time of the year that a lot of the stuff that people or contemporarily see as sexual harassment is like totally cool. Um, if you don't, if you don't get it out on Halloween, there's always beta breakers. You can catch it later. Um, but for my Halloween costume this year, I was trying to find one with my husband that would work really well for us, like uh, the people that, you know, like really bring out our character. So we're, we're an interracial couple. Um, he is an Asian American man, and for our radio viewers, um, or people that just don't really pay attention to like uh, social, socioeconomic cues, like I'm a white lady. Um, and so we are trying to find a costume that is going to represent us. And this is hard because there aren't that many Asian guys in media. And everyone's like, oh yeah, crazy rich Asians, you know, like, oh, hashtag representation. I'm like, who does this represent? Like, who actually goes to these private, you know, uh, showings for designer stuff um, that they're getting? I mean, the one that you should look for is um, the better parody, crazy cheap Asians. Took away a lot of, uh, it's on YouTube, it took away a lot of, lot of uh, practical information for that one. So, you know, we're trying to figure out like a good uh, character for him. And then we're, we're on Muni and we see Yao Ming and the elephant. And it says, wildlife, tra wildlife trafficking is everyone's problem. I'm like, okay, be that as it may. Um, uh, how, how is this going to work for the average San Francisco Muni writer? Like, am I going to be thinking, huh, come to think of it, Bob from accounting, his date for the holiday party, he kept her on a leash all night. She was very hairy and had some very strange eating behaviors. I think Bob was actually tra trafficking a chimpanzee. Um, so anyway, we, we don't go with Yao Ming because that would make me the elephant and I, I'm just too disappointed um, with the Republican Party and I don't want to be the elephant in the room. Um, so we, we move on to like a more plausible character that he could be and then it comes to us, most famous Asian man in the world, His Holiness the Dalai Lama. Um, so then now we just need a more white, feminized uh, counterpart to go with him. White Jesus definitely makes it on the list, um, you know, but that's just totally playing on my Jewish heritage. It's like, you know, a total giveaway. Uh, we're like technically related. Um, so anyway, uh, you know, we come up with somebody that um, the world's most famous virgin over 40 has actually kissed Archbishop Desmond Tutu. Um, 
Okay, so I'm I'm getting a lot of silence. So either people either people don't know who that is or you guys are really uncomfortable. You think maybe I wore blackface. Didn't have to. I just wore a tutu. Um so anyway, yeah, I've got a lot of other like anti-racist fashion tips if you'd like. Um we're the original Antifa, the race is silent like it just so often is. Thanks, I'm Regina. Hey, Regina, Regina Fletcher. So funny, what you gonna be for Halloween? Yay. You're an ex-comedian, another funny guy, gave great comments all night. Cole Chapman! Woohoo! Uh, more time for this dog up front. What a good boy. So humble, so humble. It's like, I know I'm the shit. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, what, I, this is not even a joke that I want to work on, but when you said the most famous Asian dude in the world, I immediately thought Jackie Chan. <laughs> yeah, all right, yeah. The dog as well, so I feel kind of not woke. Uh, <laughs> that, I was like, oh yeah, that dude. <laughs> Dalai Lama, right, not Jackie Chan. <laughs> Pretty much the antithesis of the Dalai Lama, if you think of it. He just walks to a spot, just starts beating the shit out of people, and you're like, oh Jesus Christ, Jackie Chan. Vincent Schwang has got a whole bit about it. Go see him live. Um, all right. Uh, so I'm trying to do this uh, sober for October thing. Anybody else trying to do this? Joe Rogan? Yeah, you are. How's it going? Terrible. Terrible? Yeah, dude. I know, man. It sucks. It's not even. It's not even like that. I don't have to drink or smoke or whatever. It's that I keep getting peer pressured to not be sober anymore. Uh, and I don't know if anybody's tried to be sober and had this happen. But you get peer pressured from the weirdest places. Like my mom, for instance, uh, that came out of nowhere. I was, I went home, I was just sitting at dinner and my mom tried to pour me a glass of wine and I was like, no mom, I'm, I'm being sober this month, no thank you. Uh, and she looked me down, her eyes got real wide, she looked me down in the face and she was like, poured the whole glass, stood across the table and was like, I ain't raised no bitch. I was like, whoa, Jesus, <laughs> mom, holy shit. Like, I, I didn't expect to get like training date all of a sudden like from my mom <laughs> like you know like straight Denzel that was amazing but it was just like incredible she was like hey you drink that wine you like that wine I was like no I don't want to like, say your mama's boy <laughs> I'm a mama's boy uh, it was <laughs> it's very intense very intense my mom doesn't fuck around um, I think the, mo the more important advice uh, that I'm uh, trying to give up is uh, video games anybody else play video games too much anybody no just me Yes, there we go. I knew there's got to be one in an open mic. I'm like, for sure. No one else has got their shit together. Someone who's played video games. Um, yeah, man, it's a, it's a lot, right? You, you How many, how much uh, do you play? I sold my computer because I played too much. Sold his computer because he played too much. Give it up for him. God damn it. That's what you ought to do. I can't do that shit. So <laughs> I just like turn off the internet, like hope for the best. Uh, but... It's uh, it's rough, man, it, and like I didn't realize how bad it got until I got an email from PlayStation, being like, "Hey, man, congrats on 3,500 hours of PlayStation 4," and I was like, "Whoa, we've got a problem! <laughs> Holy shit, 3,500 hours! Like, you ever had your vice?" congratulate you <laughs> on how good you're doing or bad depending on your perspective it was wild I was like I don't need like that would be like if I were to go buy a pack of cigarettes and I open the top and a little flag pops out like hey happy 10,000 you're like whoa <laughs> Jesus Christ then, like right after another flag pops out like 3,000 to go you're like okay all right <laughs> this is that got dark this is weird yeah man it's rough 
Gotta stop, gotta stop. It is, it is such a useless, like you just sit there and you, just, and you feel like you're doing shit because you got your thumbs moving, right? But you're not doing shit. And I hate it when people try to defend video games as like, I'm, like they're doing something, you know what I mean? Like I had a friend who's playing those Assassin Creed, Assassin's Creed games as like historical fiction or whatever. And he's like, yeah, but I'm learning so much. I was like, what are you learning? <laughs> like, what are you possibly learning from Assassin's Creed? That people could jump from clock towers into a bale of hay and just walk off? Like, that was crazy. Like, you can't, like, you're not learning shit, dude. <laughs> like, the only way that is like you're learning is like, that's like if you watch a bunch of porn and you're masturbating all the time, like, dude, I'm learning so much about sex. It's like, bro, you're not learning a goddamn thing about that. <laughs> Um, one more thing before I get out of here. Uh, I'm playing fantasy football these days. It's a lot of fun, but I think the punishments that a lot of people give are kind of lame. Like if, you know, someone loses at your fantasy football league, a lot of people, you just lose 20 bucks or something. And I'm like, this is nine months of your life. So I want it to be a little more impactful. So my league, we've decided to put a new rule in. Let me know what you guys think. Now, if you lose uh, in my fantasy football league, you have to join the Church of Scientology. Uh, what do you guys think? Is that a good punishment or is that like... A little too much. <laughs> it's like we lost a friend, but we got a good story out of it, you know? Oh, Gold Chapman, everyone, hooray! Um, so, Victor Trevino, we don't have time for you, and I'm super sorry, but I will give you something else. Like, you can get a pre sign in a special time, or you can be, I'll do something nice for you. You can do happy hour, or I'll give you a special gift. I'm sorry, we don't have time, though, because the next show is going to start. But everybody, clap for Sergio Novoa, running the ones and twos, doing a great job. Uh, learning tonight and we'll see you guys oh if anybody has um, availability Wednesday at 2 o'clock my um, some call me Tim person bailed so if anybody wants to talk to me about God for an hour uh, I do that from 2 to 3 on Wednesday so I need a new person to interview and uh, we'll see you guys all next week thanks for donating it really really helps okay bye bye Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutiny Radio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shitface McRat. <laughs> Hey, Mutineers Stolowitz here. Have you ever listened to Labor and Love on Saturday mornings, 10 to noon, with Bill Morgan? It's a really excellent show, one of my favorites here at the station. And it's all about service. 
It might be the devil, it might be the Lord, but we got to serve somebody. And Bill understands the virtue of service as the heart and soul of the labor movement better than a lot of people I know. And it's one of the reasons I love to listen to him. He breaks down socialism, democracy, protest history, workers' news, and the power of unions. Along with that, he serves up an excellent mix of jazz, Latin, gospel, hip-hop, and traditional folk ballads. Great stuff. Check it out. Labor and Love is every Saturday, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Serve somebody. Chester Cashcock here, giving you my love and regards as well as Moofy's over there. And you know, anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Bamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10. They have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission, where you can laugh off your tushy every Friday for a mere $10. And $10, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with, so to wipe it off, for <laughs> it's in duty this. And if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, don't worry, don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen summer cottage on the mountain ridge for the kayaks. <laughs> Just go to podcast.pcrcollective.org or mutinyradio.fm podcasts and look for Comedy Clubhouse.